you have now entered Joe's Common Sense, where Joe uses common sense to make sense of today's political scene. Now, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, Middle America, here's your host with a degree in political science, Joe Pilas. Joe's Common Sense Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. Today's Sunday, August 15th. Back to school, back to mass. What was it, two weeks ago, the uh, school board in our town decided to uh, go along with the CDC guidance um, to go ahead and say everybody's got to wear a mask again in school, even though they had determined that it wasn't going to be necessary. And we all know that the study for this mask, or if you don't know, is based on a study in India. So the CDC is relying on a one-off study done in India on a different antibiotic. So the shots we're getting here are not the same shots they're getting in India, but we're basing the mask on this <laughs> the shot that we're not even receiving. But, but that's what the CDC did. It's a one-off. There's no other study. There's nothing else they can show. This is what they're using. So, which brings us to some of our topics today. Uh, I want to look back on some of the Federalist Papers. I want to look at a few things that are going on in the nation right now that I don't think a lot of people understand. You know, first off, the sovereignty of our nation. First off, uh, the effect on states' rights that are going on right now by the Biden government. As well as the continued attacks on individual rights and let's kind of look at the the basis for all of this stuff you know sovereignty of a nation is huge you know the founding fathers in the federalist papers talked about the fact that a nation can't be sovereign if it doesn't have a closed border if its border is porous a nation can't be sovereign so as we know right now according to the department of homeland security and it's amazing how many times you use Department of Homeland Security with these numbers and people on the left still deny it. They still deny that one million people have come into this country illegally since February. So I don't know if any of you heard on Wednesday, uh, Mayorkas or whatever his name is, the DHS secretary was caught on a hot mic saying that the situation at the border was unsustainable unsustainable since day one. So basically he's telling everybody who works at the border that they've been fighting a losing battle since day one because of this policy. So now one million people are in this country illegally. One million. Now they say 25% of those have COVID. So we released 250,000 people into our country with COVID. You know, doesn't sound like a lot, but, you know, they've been shipping these people all over everywhere. And what did they say? Only like 40% of them will take the shot. So, I mean, we're not even giving, we're not even giving these people the shot. Okay, we're demanding that every U.S. citizen get the shot, but we're releasing a million people and only 40% of them are getting the shot. So 600,000 people aren't getting the shot. 250,000 of them have COVID. All right, are, 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 you, are you guys figuring this out yet? 
I mean, I don't know why it's so hard. So last week in Southern California, border agents seized three tons, three tons. So that's 6,000 pounds of meth and fentanyl. This is what happening. This is what happening is happening at the border, people. This is what is going on at the border. I mean, where's the left's outrage? I mean, the kids in cages is out of control. So right now there's an investigation going on because minimal standards and inadequate oversight at the EISs, which is where they keep the kids, has exposed thousands of children to unacceptable conditions that threaten their safety and well-being. So this is a lawsuit that was filed by lawyers with the Center for Human Rights and Constitutional Law and the National Center for Youth Law. So they have kids at Fort Bliss and Pecos, and they've exposed children to shockingly deplorable conditions. So the Pecos children have no religious services, few daily activities, and what little outdoor recreation they do, they take place in unshaded areas where it's 110 degrees. So in Fort Bliss, the children have described sleeping in large areas with no privacy and with hundreds of other children. Hundreds of other children. So the lawsuit alleges that the children at both facilities have inadequate access to medical care, experienced hunger, and reported being served raw chicken. Okay, so where is one of these people who are crying about Trump, kids in cages? Where is where's AOC crying in a parking lot at a, at a gate? This, this shit is happening, people. This is going on right now at the border. The person who's in charge of the border said it's unsustainable and has been unsustainable since day one. The sovereignty of our nation is at risk and nobody cares. But you have people in Cuba who really want freedom, but we won't let them into this country. But we're going to let everybody else pour into this country. Unchecked. Now, the only good thing is on Thursday, there was a federal court decision that overturned uh, the Biden executive decision, which basically would send people back to Mexico to await their hearing. So now that policy is going to be phased back in, so hopefully we can start sending these people back. But right now we have a million people in our country that they have no idea where they are, how to track them. So good luck with getting these people to go back. So our sovereignty, our nation's sovereignty is at risk. You know, we're seeing little kids being trafficked. We're seeing tons and tons of drugs being seized. And you know what they say, for every ton they seize, there's 10 tons that get by. It's just amazing that, that nobody on the left cares. Nobody cares about kids anymore. It was all political. It's really, 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 really sad. That, that they don't care anymore. AOC doesn't care anymore. None of those people care. Just like Cori Bush sleeping on the on the steps of the Capitol, like blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, she pays, what, $200,000 a year for private security, but we're going to defund the police. She's a joke. These people, all they are, it's performance art. They're performance artists. They don't represent you. They don't care about what you think. They're performance artists for the left. That's all it is. So let's take our next one. Let's look at state rights. So in, in Federalist 45, you know, they really discuss the alleged dangers from the powers of the union to the state government. You know, what, what, what are states' rights? What are, what are federal rights? And, you know, there was this big push at the time to let states have their independence, to let states have rights, you know, because otherwise Washington would be tyrannical then. 
You know, if Washington could legislate states' rights, then where where would the states have any freedom? They wouldn't. So what we have going on, so Florida. So everybody knows Florida, Governor DeSantis. Everybody hates him because Florida's been open. Everybody hates Governor DeSantis because he's allowing parents to decide if they want to mask their kids or not. He's using common sense. He's using the science. But he's still vilified. So the Biden administration, through the education department, reached out to school districts in Florida and let them know that if they don't abide with DeSantis and they want to wear masks, that that they'll fund them the money that they'll lose from the state. So Joe Biden's federal government is getting involved in the state of Florida deciding to overturn the governor of Florida's decision by offering the federal government to bail these school districts out if they decide that they don't want to abide by the state law. You want to tell me that Trump was tyrannical? Bullshit. People, wake up. What if Trump did this? What if Trump was like, California, I don't like how you're doing this, so I'm going to backdoor you guys. Oh my God. They'd be running this 24-7. Our founding fathers talked about this. They discussed it. So Madison wrote about the fact that basically it was allowing the states to have their sovereignty because the primary purpose of government and hence of the Constitution is the people's happiness and therefore only a government that promotes people's happiness is legitimate. Writing, were the plan of the convention adverse to the public happiness, my voice would be reject the plan. Were the union itself inconsistent with the public health happiness, it would be abolish the union. I mean, they were searching for that balance of power between the states and the national government, which will support the greatest happiness for the people. So people, if, if you're on the left and you're concerned about a tyrannical government, how, how are you not calling this administration out? He is meddling in a state's decided decision because he doesn't like it. That is the very definition of a tyrant. The very definition of a tyrant. But we have crickets, as always, from the media. Because nobody's going to cover this. I mean, why isn't somebody hammering this stuff? How, How on earth can we have allowed this to happen? Have we allowed this in, in six months of him being president to get to our country the way it is. I mean, just it, it just it just continues to blow my mind. They're just going to keep taking rights away from people until we do something. Until we stand up, people, we're the majority. The minority is these people who sit in their basement, who are on their computer all the time. That's the minority, and this is what we're getting to. You know, let's look at individual rights. 
I mean, Madison was pretty specific in, in Federalist Paper Number 10 about the Bill of Rights. You know how important it was. You know, I know Hel Hel Hamilton in, in uh, Federalist Paper 84 wrote about the fact that, you know, his he was concerned if we listed rights as a Bill of Rights, that, that those would be considered absolute. Those would be the only rights, and you couldn't add any other rights or do any other rights. But as we see in the end, Madison won out. But, you know, we're continuing to see Republican candidates being censored on Twitter, being censored on Facebook, being pulled off of Instagram for no reason whatsoever other than the fact that they're conservative. I mean, we found out today, uh, what was it, this past week, that the Snopes, the fact checker for Snopes, had as recently been accused of plagiarism over 50 times. So the man who Snopes is like the number one fact checker for the left, the guy who started Snopes, the owner, the big cheese, over 50 times he's been accused of plagiarism. But what do we hear from the left, crickets? Because it's a fact checker. You know, you have the fact checking group at Facebook who, the, you know, the company owns $2 billion worth of vaccine stock. I mean, it's hilarious because if you post anything with like one word on it, Facebook's going to fact check you. I mean, I posted a quote from Solzhenitsyn the other day and, and I was fact checked about that he really didn't say that. It's just amazing, people, how we've just let our rights go. People are continuing to be censored in deep platform. These tech companies, you know, they're a monopoly. They can do whatever they want. They're working with the government. I mean, I mean, we saw that. You know, early in the Biden administration, they said, well, we're going to let Facebook know what they can and can't post. Oh, does that sound like tyranny again? I mean, people, these are the very basis of the things that caused our our revolution. You know, the fact that individual rights were being trampled upon. You know, there were no state rights. Everything was for the federal, you know, everything was for the king. You know, we had no real sovereignty as a nation. You know, what's going on in this country right now could very well, it could very well be 1770, 1772, 3, 4, 5. I mean, these issues are dwelling again today and we're allowing it to happen. We're allowing it to happen. It just amazes me that we'll just roll over and allow it to happen. We have to stop turning a blind eye to what's going on. You know, there's an interesting stuff, more stuff about the Biden administration. Several lobbying firms with connection to President Biden experienced sharp increases in cash during the first six months of 2021, with some raking in four times as much revenue over the same period. So one firm cashing in on the Biden administration is headed by the brother of a senior White House official, and another bought a lobbying group owned by a top official from the presidential campaign. Now, two other firms are linked to lobbyists who worked under Biden when he served in previous offices. Wow. So how many lobbying firms is that now? That's what, four? So one of these firms, Reschetti Inc., uh, Jeff Reschetti, the brother of Steve Reschetti, Biden's former campaign chairman, who now acts as a counselor in the White House, helms the firm. 
Now, they hauled in $1.6 million in lobbying revenue during the first half of this year. And, and what did they pull in in 2020? 365000 um, Another, uh, the Tiber Creek Group, which is made up of Jeffrey Peck, who worked under Biden at the Senate Judiciary Committee and was a treasurer of the Biden Foundation. Um, they rebranded a group called the Tiber Creek Group. Creek Group in April, and they pulled in $11.6 million during the first two quarters of 2021 versus $3.3 million over the same period last year. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? But you don't hear about this anymore because there's no investigative reporting. You people thought Trump was cashing in? Dude, Hunter, Hunter Biden had his art auction where people bought paintings made by Hunter Biden for $500,000. Just happening in front of your faces, and you guys just don't care. Nobody cares. Everybody's apathetic. Everybody just hopes this is going to go away. And people, it's not. This is not just going to go away. <clears throat> until our nation is sovereign, until we can protect states' rights, until we can protect individual rights, the battle's never done. The battle's never done. Start paying attention when you vote for people, because I'm telling you, they're funneling people in these state and local elections to get people that they need in places that they need to be. We've got to be smarter. We've got to pay attention. We've got to ask for accountability. I know our founding fathers are probably turning over in their grave when they see what we've done with their Constitution and with their Bill of Rights and what this country has become. Let's make America great again. Thanks for listening to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Check out his Facebook page at Joe's Common Sense Podcast to leave your comments. Please subscribe and rate this podcast and tell your friends. Catch us back here next Sunday for another fresh new episode.